now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 496th episode of the Puckle Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Trainer Thatch, and I am here today with a couple of fantastic co-hosts. I've got the one and only Seth Vilo. Hello! I'm still working on waking up. Aren't we all? And we've also yeah. got the uh, energetic, as always, Claude Nine. Hello. How are you today? <laughs> you know, even when he's trying to pretend to not be energetic, he still sounds energetic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can still light it. I tried. I tried. I could. All right. So welcome to the Puckle Podcast, where we talk everything Pokemon, from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between. And yeah, we just have a good time. We talk, we talk Pokemon, like lots of Pokemon stuff. Uh, this show is going to be kind of fun. It's a unique-ish show. We did, we, I've done something like this show in the past, and I think it's going to be fun to do it again. Mm-hmm. I always forget because, like, we've done this show for so long because this is, I don't even know what year anymore of this show, and that's okay. <laughs> uh, that, that's, that's honestly okay. I don't, I don't need to know how many years it's been. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I always forget. I'm just like, somebody will be like, oh, we should do this as a topic. I'm like, no, we've totally already done that. And it'll be like, yeah, we did it five years ago. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it was just like, oh. I don't remember ever hearing this one before, though. You mean people haven't gone 250 episodes back in the catalog <laughs> uh, to listen to this episode topic? I'm like, I guess it's worth redoing or revisiting. Yeah. Because things are different now. It was kind of cool having homework for this episode. That, yeah. I'll, I'll say that. That was kind of fun. We should do more shows that require homework. Yeah. We should do that. Yeah. I just, we're always just really bad at topics. Make the co-hosts do the work. Yeah. Hey, I, I did, I did my homework late, but I'm the teacher, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't going to report you, because who would I report you to? Me. It's fine. <laughs> you can report it that, to me. That shouldn't do his own homework. <laughs> I did it late. I was like the kid that's doing it in the hallway, like right before class. <laughs> like, or or you're like until. the teacher that's making it up as we go along. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's how I, I think that's how most teaching works. You just kind of do it as you go. For my past experience being a teacher. So, <laughs> yeah. But that's in a college environment. So that might be different than if you're like teaching youngins, teaching the kids, the youngins, the kids. Dude, I, so like I used to teach a lot of college courses, right? For, uh, like intro physics courses. And I, uh, I taught once upon a time, I was a substitute teacher for fourth grade for a day mm-hmm. that sounds miserable i never did it again <laughs> understandably why i never did it again i honestly did that a couple times and one time it was coincidentally timed that they were in it was like fourth fifth i don't know maybe sixth grade i did subs for a day for like yeah. my church school or whatever yeah and uh they happened to be on the science topic talking about dna so i told these kids all about deoxys the pokemon Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Perfect. perfect. How did that perfect. go? Well, what, what do you know what DNA stands for? No. Do you know this Pokemon? Yeah. Ta-da. Hey. Did you know that if you infuse Pokerus into your veins, you yeah. become a Pokemon? Just add ribonucleic acid, which is easy enough to remember. This is getting weird. 
dude I, okay so i've been i've still been playing replaying like through blue version for funsies on uh-huh. the side to do on my quest to 100 everything i i'm probably not going to stream it until we get to like the pokemon stadium stuff uh again <laughs> yeah well because the pokemon stadium stuff's cool yeah it's a little tedious after a while it is tedious i agree with you but like it's i mean that's like the fun stuff that people don't know about because the number one question i get like whenever i'm doing it or i bring it up somebody's always like well how are you going to get the rest of the starters if you're going to do a living decks in gen one i'm just like i'm just going to play pokemon stadium and they're just like what do you mean i'm like i'm like you can literally get infinite starters infinite fossils uh the hitmons hitmons it's everything that that you make a choice yeah it's something that everything that get, forces you to make a choice, essentially, you can get through gotcha. Pokemon Stadium one. Uh, it's uh, they did it really well. Pokemon Stadium and Pokemon Stadium two, for that matter, as well, are both like the ultimate post games in terms of Pokemon. <sighs> and I, I think in terms of Pokemon, sure. I don't know. In like, terms of Pokemon, I really liked X and Y's Friend Safari because in my mind that was a lot of a post game where oh you have to find your friends and then you get to catch new Pokemon in different places. I think it was an interesting way to handle the mechanics that we had at the time. I don't think yeah. it's a, I don't know that it's as fun as something like essentially Pokemon stadiums are just battle frontiers, right? Bad battle frontiers, but they're battle frontiers. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So like those are, the, those are the things that I think are, are interesting to think about. Uh, I think Pokemon battle revolution is actually a really good battle frontier. Yes. I love battle revolution. I miss that. That's what I forgot to look at for this episode. Dang it. Uh, I think it's okay. I wouldn't say that any of the music from Battle Revolution was that extraordinary. Oh, let let, let me take a quick look and see if I can find something spicy. Oh, no. But one day, Thatch is going to 100% Gen 4 when we get there. And uh, we'll we'll get to Battle Revolution. (laughs) We'll have to, to, like, reset, like, my Pokemon Ranch to get the Mew. Oh, my gosh. All the good stuff. Yes. Do you remember wow. that? Forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, there used to be so much fun po- little Pokemon stuff, like in in like side things. Like Pokemon Home is so bland and boring because like it's just it's G- GTS. For the lack of a better description, it not even like the GTS because the GTS existed in Gen Four. Yeah, but, but that's all it is. It's, it's just a big GTS and a box. Well, like, well, my Pokemon Ranch was just a storage box. They're like, hey, thousand Pokemon, you can fit them in there. Unless you lived in Japan, then there was like an update for Platinum that never came to the US. Probably because nobody bought Pokemon, my Pokemon Ranch. Uh, uh, yeah. I did, for the record. I, I bought my Pokemon Ranch. and Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, duh. Why wouldn't you? It's a fun thing. Uh-huh. It's a place to put everything. At the time, I think I was more excited about Rumble than I was about Ranch. Yes! Oh my god. Rumble's the best. I've only played one Rumble game, and that was the one on the 3DS. So the first one for the Wii is by far the best. We would really would do that for hours. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because you could play with friends. You could. Like, it was co-op. It was. It just offered so much fun. It was a new way to play Pokemon that was interesting. I'll keep that in mind. I will keep that in mind. But yeah, Pokemon Stadium. I'm very excited to get to. Honestly, I'm more excited to get to Pokemon Stadium two and like play that on stream. I'd love to just go through Pokemon Stadium two on stream. Yeah, I have so many memories of of Gold and Silver and playing Pokemon Stadium. We're going to get there one day. It's just that it wasn't super confident in his soldering abilities until very recently. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to go through and like fix all of my Gen 2 carts, replace the batteries. Mm. I was just very scared to actually go ahead and be like, ah, yes, I can solder to a circuit board. 
yeah. until very recently. Uh, so to go through generation two or generation one with my wife, cause she's playing red version at the same time I'm playing blue version. I was just like, Oh, we should, uh, uh, we should mod a Game Boy Color, uh, and throw like an IPS screen in it for funsies. And so if you've ever done that mod, there's some like, there's like minor soldering to do to the circuit board, but it was enough to be like, Oh, this isn't that bad. I should, I could have been doing this the whole time. Hmm. So I think it was a lot of fun. And it looks really good, actually. The IPS screen on the Game Boy Color mod is, like, really, really good. <laughs> it's not as good as something like you would get on the Game Boy Advance. This is Thatch, though. Thatch is a retro gamer. Uh, <laughs> I picked up on that, yeah. Thatch likes to play with old hardware, and it's a lot of fun. If anybody knows where to get a reasonable cost HDMI mod for a Nintendo 64, let me know. <laughs> and uh, we'll do that. Because right now those go for, like, 800 bucks, I think. Yeesh. It's it's more of a supply issue, supply demand issue than like a, than like a, it's actually this expensive to make issue mm. because the circuit board for the for the mod to add an HDMI port to your N64 is actually pretty in, intense mm. and it's uh, okay. the boards the boards take a lot to make unfortunately uh, so they're very slow at getting those boards but I don't know retro modding scene I'm all about it yeah I'm glad I have you to remind me why I'm not into that level of techie. Thank you, Thatch. That's a service you provide. Yeah, I'm sorry, Seth. <laughs> I don't mean to discourage you. I just think it's fun playing around with old consoles. Mm-hmm. They're a lot of fun. Uh, sure. Sure. <laughs> I'm also like I'm also like half electrical engineer, so like I like tearing them apart and like yeah. modding them. So that's your thing. Yeah. So there it is. Uh, but yeah, this isn't Pokemon. We should talk about nope. some of that. Uh, so there's some news in Pokemon to talk about, so let's kick it on over to the news. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower, this just in! And welcome to the news! In the news, we've got a few things. First being that there's going to be a Nintendo Direct on June 15th for E3 that will Woo-hoo, last roughly 40. Yeah, it, I mean, they always do it on a Tuesday. I didn't know uh, that. Fun fact, uh, for E3 that will last roughly 40 minutes and focus on content releasing in 2021, um, possibly including BDSP and Legends. I don't want to hold my breath for that because we have a history of like finding out about this direct and then we get a Pokemon direct announced like a day before it comes out the week before of the event. Uh, yeah. Cough, cough, uh, Switch Pro, cough, cough. <clears throat> what? <laughs> I'm going to like, okay, so I'm going to be like the sourpuss on the Switch Pro train. Last time there were a lot of Switch Pro rumors. Everybody got super excited. And then you know what it ended up being? It ended up being a soft hardware revision that they didn't tell anybody about. And they just started replacing store shelves with a new Switch. It sounds like it's just going to be like the XL version of the previous one where it's like, oh, what do you know? You have your 3DS? Well, you can upgrade to the new 3DS. It depends on what rumors you're going on. Because some rumors are saying it's going to replace the Switch. Uh, other people are saying it's going to be an additional Switch. Uh, it, it's it's a whole bunch of nonsense. I'm just going to wait until Nintendo says something, if anything. Yep. I'm hoping it's not a new console and just like an upgraded version of the Switch that will still play all the s- same Switch games. No, no, that's that's 100% what it is, because they already came out and uh, oh, answered. Then cool. they already, then I'm not going to get anything new. It was very recent that they interviewed Doug Bowser and asking him about the successor to the Switch or like where they see the Switch in its life cycle. 
And he was just like, well, where the Switch is in its life cycle right now is we're very much in the middle of it. And yeah. so then people are just like trying to extrapolate based on that. And I'm just like, guys, calm down. As a public service announcement, if someone says that there's going to be the the big pro reveal in a rumor on, on Friday and then Friday comes around and there's no reveal, don't yeah. get mad at Nintendo for not revealing it because it was exactly. never going to be there in the first place. Please. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. No, it's a huge thing. Like it's a, it's just like, it's so nonsense. This happens all the time yeah. though in video games because gamers like really want news. They really want to yeah. know what's coming out next. Honestly, the way I see the Switch going for the, up for pretty much maybe forever is that they just kind of keep iterating on it like an iPhone. Yep. And I think that's honestly the path they should take because they've got such a winner. And if you try to make up a new console with a new quote unquote gimmick, like the reason yeah. the Switch is doing so well is because of its gimmick. You're not exactly. getting rid of this gimmick yeah. and it fits in a very specific place in the current gaming world. Just make the pixels higher and fix the drift. Fix the drift. Please fix the drift. I expect another like five years to come out with like a new like almost like Switch 2 yeah. where it's all right. This is the upgraded version that you have to go to now because all the new games are better and need more graphics and we need better sort of hardware and whatnot. But that's just standard. There is no drift in bossing say. Yeah, the only thing I can say, honestly, for a lot of things is that graphics can't get much better. Yeah. Everything's going to be like a marginal improvement now. Everything's going to be very marginal. But yeah. Okay, exactly. moving on. Let's talk. Let's talk about Pokemon. Heck yeah, I've Nintendo got the new one. Disappointing fans. Yeah, go for it. I've got the next bullet, which I'm super stoked about. A The new TCG set stuff in Japan, they do them there before we get them here, uh, is being released. They are Skyscraping Perfection and Blue Sky Stream, and they feature vmax duraladon heavily and vmax rayquaza heavily in those sets respectively in japan and those are notable sets for bringing back the dragon typing which has been absent. didn't they just get rid of that in fairy they just got rid of it in fairy yeah they got rid of fairy well they got rid of they got rid of fairy but they didn't they, they never they said dragon yeah they never said anything about dragon typing we just never saw one until now which mm-hmm. Sigma pointed th- this out in the uh, in the Discord, where I'm real glad that they chose until the set before rotation to give any kind of dragon support, so ADP gets nothing. So no, that's oh, absolutely that's great. ADP would be stupid if it got more support. Yeah, which is why Expanded is going to really regret this, but who knows? Anyway, this time the dragon yeah. typing is without weakness or resistance, so that's kind of its little gimmick in a sense. Um, if you played a long time ago and remember the Ray Eels archetype, it's back, but it's Ray Fluff this time. Uh, there's a Flaffy that does the exact same thing that the Electric did in the old day. And uh, it's a Rapid Strike one as well. Like, they're keeping up with the Rapid and Single Strike theme, so. Ooh, that's cool. No, well, they did that for a while. They had something similar to that back in Gen 6 in the TCG, if I remember correctly. They had, um, like, the Omega and Ancient the Alpha Pokemon the ancient traits yeah. yeah those were cool but these are these enable a whole bunch of other items like the single strike energies the the new rainbow single and rapid strike energies things like that so i'm, yeah. I'm glad they're not just abandoning that mechanic and these yeah. will be in That's our true. evolving skies set in august i think august september ish yeah sure yeah sure sounds fun sounds fun uh, well, Mickey, or not Mickey, Claude, <laughs> the other half of the Mickey Claude squad. Tell us what's going on on YouTube that we don't care uh, about. Oh, yeah. So there's a new Pokey Tune episode that released that focuses on a girl becoming a Pokemon trainer. 
I didn't know this was a thing. Um, I need to watch it. It looks so Pokitoons, cool. Uh, it, it's only in Japan. It's like they haven't translated it. Oh, they and it's literally all of these cartoons done in different in different like uh like old cartoon styles. It's kind of oh silly. yeah. There was one that was released. Doesn't she have like a Nidoran? At some I point, yeah. Know. I think that was the guy that had the Nidoran. I have not watched it. I have not oh, watched it. All I see is a picture of her with the Nidoran. I've just seen it all over oh, Reddit geez. and stuff. So that's it. Oh, there's a face that's angry. That sounds like where you'll see it because our Pokemon doesn't talk about anything anymore. There's a there's a moment <laughs> where there's like you're you're up against there's this guy up against his rival and then you see them years later married. So it's cute. Oh, that's cute. How long is it? It's 14 minutes. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Wow. All in Japanese. That's fine. I, I can watch it now while we while we do this, and then you know come what? back later. <laughs> uh, all right. So in video game battling news, we have probably one of the most fun competitions in a while. Uh, that because it's not just like, hey, you want to play VGC or hey, you want to play BSS? Um, all the cart. Uh, that, yeah, that's, that's all like, we that's know. Been, that's all of their competitions lately, and it's really annoying. But the fair and square event has been announced for Sword and Shield. It removes the item and Pokemon restriction so that multiple of either can be used in the same match. So Seth can walk in with six talent flame if he wants. It increases the ban list to remove all legendary Pokemon from play. That includes things like the genies, the legendary beasts from gold and silver, the legendary birds. What about uh, the ultra beasts? They aren't legends. Uh, ultra beasts. No, no, they're considered, they're considered a subset of legendary actually, Seth. Fun fact. I don't know if they would be for this though. They are for this. Uh, let me let me look Gosh, at, McGee, get why don't you put rules. your bullets in the fair fair and square is that what it's called fair yep, and fair square, and square. Uh, sounds like it must feature ice q uh, uh you could bring ice q you could bring ice q six ice q because um, it's a square head or a cube head fair <laughs> and square so pokemon that are banned we're asking if the uh ultra beasts are yeah. banned the Ultra Beasts are in fact banned because they are considered a subset of legendary, actually. Fun okay. fact, but officially by the Pokemon company. That works. Uh, they're considered legendary. And so Ultra Beasts are got out all box art legends, obviously, but things like the genies, the dogs, laddies are gone, the reggies are gone. Uh, Not the it's reggies. Just, it's, 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 it's all the things that, like, when you tell a kid on the playground, like, no legends, they wouldn't, br- they would, wouldn't bring if you said no legends. And then they get upset because you brought a Raikou. Well, technically, Celesteela is a subset of legend, so it's not a real legend, so I could bring it and use a totemized Celesteela uh, with Meteor Beam. So I used a special technique with my Ditto to transform into a Raikou, and then I gave it an Everstone so it never it went back. It never went back, and this is so a it's Ditto. still a Ditto? <laughs> <laughs> then why not use knockoff and specs came off it? Well, this is part of it. <laughs> You can you can register for this tournament until June seventeenth, uh, and the battles take place between June eighteenth and June twentieth. Unfortunately, it is in the BSS format. Um, it is uh, it is uh, it yeah it is in BSS, and pretty much everything that's ready that's in in uh, Sword and Shield that isn't those uh, those Pokemon or the Pokemon that are in the ban list you can play with. Have fun. I, it sounds like fun. I keep saying I need to do these tournaments, and then I never do. Six Mamoswines. No, six Pukamukus. Six Larrys. Six Larrys? Oh Oh my god. This just sounds like a fun format because, like, it gets rid of things like Raikou and the Ultra Beast and stuff like that. And I I look forward to it. Uh, All right. So, moving on to the news, we've got Pokemon Go news. Yay, and there's only one bullet to it this week. So, 
A very slow discovery event will run June 8th through June 13th, and it adds Mega Slowbro, Galarian Slowpoke, and Galarian Slowbro into the game. So, you get your slow boys. Hooray! Yay! Yeah, it just wants to add the Galarian stuff because everybody gets the regionals and everybody gets happy, and then the Pokemon Go community is very confused because they don't know what that is. And it's a whole new Mega. Yep, yep, yep. A whole new Mega because they just keep dripping those out. Yep, bit by bit. Because, bit by bit. I want to know what's going to happen when they're out of Megas. Do we get new Megas? Please? Go exclusive Megas. Uh, <laughs> Go exclusive. Uh, please, no. no. Gosh, no. Uh, please, no. We already have Meltan and Melmetal, which are kind of the worst things. Go exclu- in terms it's a of just, Go like, exclusive evolution. So Meltan and Melmetal will get Megas. I'm very upset. I'm very upset by that, by the way. I'm still very upset that Melmetal and Meltan are Go exclusive evolutions, and they didn't insert like an evolution method yeah. in Sword and Shield for it. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty cute, bummed by that, but I get it. Maybe next gen they'll have it I, finally. I don't get. They it. won't. I mean, they gave Zygarde stuff, so. So if you think about like the history of Pokemon in general, and like how things have evolved in the past, say like six years, and Pokemon Go is obviously like a huge part of that story. But if you look at the player base of Pokemon Go as of late. The player base is, I think, something like 10% of what it was at its peak right now. The number of people that convert from Pokemon Go to the regular Pokemon game just isn't there anymore. Like, it's just, it's not as big as people think it is. And from what I've seen in recent years, it takes them like two generations to fix a gimmick. So, yeah, that's why I'm thinking Gen 9 will finally have Melmetal Evolve at whatever level. Yeah, that, well, that's why we got, we got like, let's go at, like, a down, at, like, while, like, Pokemon Go is on a decline. Yeah. Decline in quotes. Like, 10% of this peak is still a lot of players. I should say that. I should make that clarification. True. Remember to use Thatch's referral code if you want to play Pokemon Go. <laughs> it's in the show notes. Great. <laughs> it's in the show it's in the show notes, right next to PuckleDiscord.com. All right. Well, speaking of Puckle Discord, um, we have some Puckle news coming up. Uh, the Summer League, our annual Summer League, starts June 13th. Uh, come to the Discord, challenge the gym leaders, have a good time, earn some badges, compete in the Summer League. Woo! Do you have what it takes to win it all? For those of you who are unaware of what the Summer League is, this is a really good chance for you if you want to get into competitive Pokemon. Um, what we do is we play a bunch, we have 10 gym leaders on cart. You can go ahead and actually, um, you can battle all of them. You just have to show up to the Discord. They each have a gym time that they are supposed Mm -hmm. to be open for. Um, If you can't make that time and you still want to battle them, you can DM them and they'll make arrangements to meet your schedule as well. This is how I joined Puckle. I I heard the gym challenge, came in, challenged a bunch of gym leaders. I think I got like eight badges in one week and, you know, the rest is history. Now I'm here. Yeah, you can you can do that. At the end, if you get eight badges, you get to join into the uh, you get to join into a tournament at the end, kind of like the anime. Like I got eight badges, I'm gonna walk into the tournament, I'm gonna go fight, and you get to have a lot of fun doing that. All, additionally, if you're just like, man, collecting badges is cool, but I'd like to hold them in my hand, well, you can do that. <laughs> you can buy them over at etsy.com slash puckle podcast. Uh, we actually do sell the pit. We sell pins for those badges. So be sure to check it out. And if you want it, you can go purchase them and I'll send them to you from my I'm house. still missing the Fall League ones from last year. Yeah, well, you should have reminded me. <laughs> right, this uh, is my reminder to you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thanks for the public shaming, Claude. Yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so it's what I'm here for. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to make the clarification so everybody knows what the Summer League is and the intention. So like, if you're, yeah. new, to po- if you're new to competitive Pokemon, this is a great opportunity to jump in. The gym leaders will help you oh, get better course. if you lose. It's, it's just an absolutely... 
banger of a and time. And you may have noticed that well, this is what four ninety six. We're getting yeah, close to that buckle five hundred, and that news will be coming up shortly. We have a bunch of fun things in the works for five hundred. Yeah, that's gonna. I'm gonna hopefully have some of the news next week. For you guys, we're literally having a staff meeting after we record the show next week. That's going to be when a lot of things get finalized, but I am going to try to get a lot of it confirmed for this week. The one thing I do know that's going to be happening is we will be recording uh, Puckle 500 live on twitch.tv slash the Puckle podcast. You can come watch myself. I think it's Seth and Whimsicott on that episode. I uh, think so. You guys, can, you guys can come over and watch us do those things. It's a lot of fun. You can watch us record it live. I know we'll have a tournament based around 500 for... Uh, will we? I believe yes. you. Okay. I believe you. Nobody's believe told so. me about it. <laughs> we, we, we've talked to you about this. You were at the meeting last week. Yeah, I thought that was for the oh, fall. Oh, that is near the fall. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. Okay. Moving Maybe on. Maybe another tournament coming up, but that'll be around the time. Different one. Yep. Everyone can only Different use Embor. That's the only Pokemon allowed. Yep. Embor only 1v1 Embor. tournament. Embor is totally in the game. And you can only use Embor. Uh, no, but then we're also going to have a few other things. There's an uns- I haven't gotten the time together, but we're going to do a pseudo panel with the co-hosts where they're going to come out and, um, this is going to be on Discord. You can actually, Discord has like this panel feature, which is really weird, but you guys can come and listen and we can have you guys come up, ask questions for the co-host, stuff like that. Um, that way you can ask Seth how he sustains himself just on Soylent and ramen. Sunlight as well. Right, ramen. I'm a plant. Uh, there we go. And that's, uh, so you could do things like that. You could ask, uh, well, Claude probably won't be there, but, <laughs> uh, he'll be on vacation. I will maybe. be on vacation and I am pumped. I'll be doing other fun things that are exciting. You can ask Claude. I'll answer for Claude in his stead while he's there. Perfect. I- I'm pretty sure you will give the exact same answer I will give. Ooh, now it's a probably. challenge. <laughs> now it's a challenge to do it wrong. All right. But yeah, that is going to be, uh, that's, I mean, I'm excited for it. There's going to be a few other things, some other streams happening that week. So definitely keep an ear out for that. Um, if you're in the discord, that's a great place to be pucklediscord.com to find out all the latest news for that. So, uh, on that note though, we're going to kick it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. <laughs> Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz. Thank you for that introduction, Mark. We really appreciate it. If you guys are ready, we will get started. For those of you at home, Claude can win it all today and hit 30 points if he gets seven points today in trivia. We'll see how he does. I mean, I can win it and McGee will also win because of what we're doing. Yes. Uh, but then also, oh, Seth, yeah. you'll be able to carry those points over into the next session Woo. and possibly be able to win even more. Another banner. Another band. Another tapestry. All right. So our first question this week is going to come to you from Professor Snag. What fighting type has the greatest height? It's the greatest height. The greatest height? As per the, as per the Pokedex, yes. As the Pokedex. Are there any serpentine oh, fighting types? Uh, 
Como, uh, maybe, maybe, um, that, kind of, uh, I guess. Oh, is no. the first thing that comes to my mind, but I, oh, I, I no. it could be Blaziken. Blaziken, I remember being very tall. Eh, I don't think it's actually very tall. I think that's one of those anime things where oh, it then why looks would the anime tall. ruin things for me? I mean, like, look at Charizard. I'm as tall as a Charizard, but I am not very yeah, tall. Yeah, is taller than Charizard. Exactly. So that's that? what I'm thinking. Are there any? Are there any more lengthy serpentine-like fighter things, or a weird mega oh, that's huge? That's what, oh, a mega uh, that could be interesting. Um, or or a freaking Dynamax. Oh 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 um. Now, no Dynamax. Dynamax is no Dynamax. Okay, thank you. No. Like the little bodies of Phalanx. That's the most serpentine fighting type I can think of. Uh, I don't even if think you stack all the phalanx on top of each other. I think they'd be they like be five high. feet tall. No, they're they're definitely taller than that. Foot and a half. Maybe? There's five okay. of them. Maybe they're like it's at least like a foot, or like they're at least like a foot and a half, two feet each. Is there any legendary fighting? Legends are beefy sometimes. No, okay, never mind. Buzzwol. Uh, Buzzwol's a contender. Uh, I mean, you could say Zamazenta or Zashin, but I'm. They're like seven feet tall. That's a that's a contender too. Huh. Arceus fighting type. Arceus fighting. I'm gonna need an answer here, guys. Uh, <laughs> I kind of I kind of um, like the idea of failing just because I think that's an obscure thing that they might just throw at us. Uh, but would it? Unless I'm entirely wrong. Though, no would it be a seven right. foot tall Zacian? Um. Yes, it would definitely be a seven foot. If they stack them on top of each other, a hundred percent Phalanx is taller than Zacian. Okay, let's do it. Phalanx. Why not? Phalanx is correct. What? <laughs> Phalanx, <laughs> it, it, Phalanx, according to the Pokedex, was nine foot ten inches tall. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the runner up is Zamazenta at nine foot five and Buzzwool at seven foot eight. Hey, we got them all. Like we named them all. So you heck named yeah. all of them. Yeah. You named them all. That's still worth one point. I, I just know the height thing is dumb because it's like, yeah. oh, if you're, you have yeah, any sort absolutely. of tail, I'm like, all right, then it has to be failing just because like it can jump on top of its heads. Yep. All right. So this question is going to come to you from Foxy in the Unova seasons of the Pokemon anime. Black and White Gosh. 2 came out prior to Ash earning his eighth badge. Who would Ash go on to face to earn his final Unova badge? What? Oh, wait. What? Is that Marlin? Where did Ash did he get face his Marlin eighth badge? Or did he face Drayden? Or is that even what they did? Or did he face... Uh, oh, it could have been Iris. Yeah, did right? he face Iris? I don't I don't know. I don't. I didn't watch the anime. Neither did I. Did Drayden even exist? Uh, wait, Drayden? Isn't he that weird guy with the cool beard? Who I think should have won the Hunger Games, oh, but that's just me. Yeah, um, probably. I, I have absolutely no idea. Um, did he? Did it? Did they do a? Did they do a Misty where it's like, haha, I am the gym leader and have been the whole time with Iris. I don't think. All right. Mar- so, so Lynn. the the were there any other gym leaders they just threw into? The, uh, they added in Black and White too. Um, your oh. your rival in the beginning, but that's in the beginning. Yeah, and they added a uh, Roxy, Roxy, but that was also the beginning. Yeah. I never watched the Unova series because it was bad. Yeah. Do we want to go with Iris? That feels safe. Yeah, let's go with Iris. Okay. Iris. Iris Iris is incorrect. Yeah. Uh, The answer is Roxy. He never fought a Dragon-type gym leader in Unova. He actually went and got his eighth gym badge from Roxy. What the heck? Look at us being goofs. Oh, well. I don't like it. They were trying to, they were trying to like show off like, hey, look at this other section of Unova that oh, wasn't yeah. here before. Uh, uh, and that's okay. what they did. Dang it. Yeah, that's what they were trying to do. 
Uh, so you guys are one for two. Your next question is your Pokedex quench question okay. two points for getting it on the first try one point for getting it on the second try <laughs> i will need an answer before we move on to the okay. to the hint here we go so this next one is going to come to you from trevster it's pokemon x entry states although its body is small its proficient fighting skills help it keep up with big bruisers like machamp and hariyama who's that pokemon its body is small the answer has in parentheses next to it. Sorry, Seb. Halucha. And oh. I don't know why. Halucha. It has to be because of that. Yeah, only because yeah. of that. <laughs> Sorry, Seb. <laughs> Halucha is correct. Uh, it is Halucha. It is Halucha. Seth's least favorite Pokemon. There you go. I hate that thing so much. Halucha. So you guys got two points. You guys are three for three. Your next question is going to be worth up to three points. Here we go. All right. Th- this one is going to come to you from Sleeve. Sleeve. There are eight answers. Uh, I don't know if you guys are going to be able to. You guys let me know if you can get this question. If not, we'll move on to the other one. <laughs> My other option. I believe in myself. How many anime episodes? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh this one says, in Sun and Moon, you can change your character's throwing style by speaking to a man on Ula oh, Ula no. Island. Oh, God. What are the eight styles you can choose? I only need three of them, and I'll give you a point for <sighs> each. Throwing um, styles? Um, throwing styles. This is why, if you guys don't like this, I'll choose the other one. It's This is kind of, I think, an unfair right, question. So I, I remember some of this. Oh. I only oh, need three. Th- so there is the normal throwing style, like your default, right? Do you lock that in? You get two yeah, strikes. I'll lock it in. That is that is correct. All that right, is one there of we them. Go. Um, that is one point. You're locked into this question now. No, <laughs> no. Okay, I, I I I can figure out three. So I know one of my friends was really excited because they threw in a left-handed one. Are you locking I'm going to lock that? in left-handed because it normally defaults to right. That is also that is also right, correct. It's oh, okay, kind of going. I f- um, you have two. You have two. You only need one more. There are six more choices. Uh, I feel so like. Do you think? All right. So here, you do have the hint. You do have the no, no, hint. No, no, no. I can just. Uh, I want to see if I can figure it out before then. If I get to the first strike, I'll, I'll use a hint. Yeah. So do you think they were dumb and decided, hey, we're gonna do a sun throw and a moon throw? No, no. They were no, more based on the style of the throw, and I'm pretty confident that one of them okay. was something like elegant style. Um. Ele- elegant. Sure. Yeah. I'll or something along okay. those lines. Are you, lock it, are you gonna lock in elegant? Oh, that feels. That feels like a trap. But yes, trying it. We have a strike to waste. Yeah. Elegant is also correct. That is three. Uh, that is three We're points. Thank We're going to get you six for four. The other ones. Energetic, I think, might be another one. No, it is uh, girlish, reverent, smug, passionate, and idle. Thank like goodness. idle, like 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 Japanese yeah, like idol. An idol. You know what I mean? Uh, all right. Well, I knew yeah, left-handed like, normal. Like, I'm good at dancing. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, all Ooh. right. For possibly the, all the bananas, all is the next one is going to be your, your base debt question. Oh, uh, we have a hint for it. Yeah, we do. You do have a hint for it. This one's going to come to you from Polly Whoa. We know that flying types are some of the fastest Pokemon, but which two flying type uh, Pokemon have the lowest speed? The lowest, have the lowest speed? speed of flying yeah. types? What's the hint? Um, Cash it in. Can, wait, what's the hint? Uh, they are both dual types. Excellent. Uh, wow. <laughs> Thank you. One is a fairy, the other is a flying bug. Togetic comes to mind immediately, just because flying fairy. Yeah, I don't think there's any other flying fairy type that I can think of. You know, so it was flying bug? Yeah, it has, it's a flying bug. Yeah. 
I only need one of these answers, I think. I don't know if I need both of them. Uh, slow bugs, slow bugs. Like one of the I'm... one of the moths, like Mothim, makes sense. Uh, Dustox is also really slow. But that's not flying. It's poison. Yeah, that's true. Never mind. Um, uh... Okay, zero in on fairy flying. Is there any others other than the Togepi line? No, I think it's. I think Togetic is definitely one of those. Yeah, it's not Kiss because that's like seventy or eighty. Um, yeah, and I don't know of a bug, uh, a bug flying that's that low. I can't think of. I one. could entirely be wrong with some of my head. Well, I, I know I can I think of the it. answer here, guys. I would, I, would, I, would, I would go with, to, I would go with Togetic and just hang on one last one last check in my brain. Um, like any Gen Eight funky flyer. Ah. Uh, we only need one, I so. I know, the other just make it sure. flying type I think of is Rowlet. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Togetic, 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 I think Togetic is slower. Yeah. Togetic is correct. The other answer is also Vespaquin. I think Vespaquin is higher than... They both have a base 40. What? Both have a base 40. The next the next lowest flying type is Rowlet at 42. There you go. at 43. Hoot Hoot Hop Hopip, uh, Swablu, and Mantike all at 50 thank, after that. Thank Arceus that he didn't say, oh, one of them is a flying normal type. Like, oh, that oh, narrows it down. Thank you. Hey, but that's seven All right, but that gives you guys seven points, and Claude wins. Woo! Trivia. I got the plus he gets the minus. We will get that figured out here in a hot minute. So as of right now, in first place, we have Seth with seven points Heck and everybody yeah. else is uh, a loser. Get on my level. Get on Seth's level, everybody. Seth is winning with <laughs> seven points. First time ever. That's a lie. Uh, <laughs> if you guys want to go ahead and listen to more Pokemon's Pokey Quiz, you can tune in to us again next week. Until then, we're going to take a short break and be right back at you with the topic. Hey guys, if you haven't already, be sure to head over to Patreon and check out our Puckle Anime Club podcast where we go over Pokemon journeys, talk about the episodes, you can listen to the commentary in real time as you watch the show, or you can just go ahead and listen to our review episode that we do at the end. You just have to go over to Patreon and be at the $5 tier to be able to access it. I think it's been a lot of fun making, and I hope if you decide to go and listen to it, you have a great time listening to it as well. But until then, keep on listening to the show and you've got a topic to get to. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be music in Pokemon. Claude really wanted to talk about this like a month and a half ago. <laughs> Not longer, but yes. Uh, and so we're just like, we should do it. And he's just like, I'll, I think that's up for this episode. I'll force him to do it. Heck yeah, I am actually. Yep, that's, that was my exact thought process. And I'm like, that's, uh, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. I think Seth will do it. Cause I had him like, I had them ready. Like, they said, you need music. And I'm like, okay, four tracks. I got it. We're done. Yep. Easy. We each have four of our favorite tracks. Um, this is fair use, internet, <clears throat> before somebody, like, comes after us for, for playing 30 seconds of Pokemon music. They're just like, why can't you do You can't do that. And it's like, yeah, we can. We're going to go ahead and open up these tracks and dig into it. We each picked four of our favorite tracks from Pokemon in general. <laughs> yeah. Four of them in He general. wouldn't let me use Reorchestrated, though, so none of those. No, I would not let you use Reorchestrated. Uh, these are all, these are, are all um, under the TPCI umbrella. Yep. One way or another. So I guess because of the way that I have it listed on my, on my soundtrack, or my, uh, my sound, uh, soundboard, 
That's that's the word because uh, mm. I have a soundboard set up for this. We're gonna go ahead. Uh, the first one we're gonna choose is actually gonna be from Seth. From yeah, ah, is gonna be uh, <laughs> this track from Anastar City, I believe, in X and Y. Heck so yeah. let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and play that for everybody at home. In three, two, one. That was a track. Actually, Seth, I forgot how much I like that one. Right? You did a yeah, really good job. That one, yeah. that one's so cool. It's so complex. It's got an industrial but also kind of old style with the bells theme. And that, for me, is one of my favorites. It holds a special place in my heart because there was one time in college where I had to do an all-nighter where I ended up starting the paper at like 6 o'clock th- the previous night didn't sleep and finished it at 7 a.m. the previous morning before it had to be due at like 9 a.m. that day. And this song on loop for 14 hours works. (laughs) I And it's like a clock. I understand that. You're you're true. You're correct. Like, honestly, the X and Y soundtrack is probably my favorite one out of all of the Pokemon games. Main series. Main series. Just because... I, it's the most generic Pokemon one that isn't beeps and boops. I think, yeah, uh, because yeah, because they made a whole re- they revamped a lot of it for no, X they did, y. they did, they actually took a lot of like traditional Pokemon music and were just like, hey, let's make it modern, and they did that, yeah, and it's really really good. Yeah, it's really really good. I really like X and Y's music for that reason. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like yeah. it's not like Gen Seven's music's okay, like it's its own thing, and it. But the problem is like. I don't know. It just kind of like slaps you in the face with like, this is Hawaii. Poof. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, I just want Pokemon though. Yeah. This one's good though. If you need to focus on a task for a long time, flip this on an, an hour long loop and you're, you're good. Anastar City I, is perfect I, for focusing for a long time. Yeah. So uh, th- that's where I first fell in love with a lot of the Pokemon music is back when, you know, we didn't have recordings of it is I would go yeah. into like a game. Specifically, I remember doing this with uh, Coliseum <laughs> or XD Gala Darkness. Just get oh my God. and just sit it and just leave yes! it on and just do other things, and it would just re- loop over and over Perfect. and over again. So I've totally done that before. In like, uh, <laughs> so this this might date me like a little bit, just in like uh, like how old I am, because like we, I mean, it was a big deal to like have in your car when you had like a cassette deck still because you were driving an old oh, car yeah. you'd, you'd buy the, like the little cassette adapter to like your auxiliary yes. port yes i still had that i still use that uh and so i i had that and i remember just like i took a game boy and i just jacked it in and i just went somewhere and i just put it on and i just drove around with that <laughs> um, wow. i also we there were also times where like uh the original sycamore like on the show he, when he and I would go places, like one of us would just like grab whatever we were playing and we just jack that into the car as well. Uh, whether it be like <laughs> Gen 4, I think would have been the current gen at the time. Sometimes Gen 3 stuff too. So it's just, I don't know. It's just, I, I have memories. The music's just always good and always hits you. I, I forgot how much I like that one though. The Gen, the Gen 6 soundtrack, which you can buy on iTunes, by the way, uh, is very yep. solid. 
I think it's on Spotify too, if I'm not mistaken. I feel like it probably uh, is. So I, I would definitely recommend just like listening to that. Like that's just like my chill music. Like if I want stuff in the background while I'm doing stuff in the house, I'll play that. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Uh, like that entire that entire album or soundtrack, I should say, is just very good at that. Minus like all the little like when they have like the little six second tracks where they're just like you changed your clothes, you got you <laughs> got an item, <laughs> you found um, a TM. So so I'm gonna go a little bit out of order now because we were talking about uh, X and Y, and so the ki- keep our X and Y kick going. Uh, this track's mine. Uh, this is Route Four from X and Y. Ah, so Route Four. Route okay. Four. Yes. So we're gonna we're gonna go to that one in three, two, one. Feels so nostalgic. Yeah. But I really like that one. I don't know. It just feels like it just feels good. Like that's good root music. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's it's really solid root music. That's the egg route too, right? Uh, I think it turns. Uh, that's route seven. At some I point don't know. in that really long route, there's there's that music. Yes, I think. Yes. And it starts up and cuts out. Uh, well, I know there's one where it like breaks down to the guitar on the egg route, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think it's this track. Oh, uh, and that might yeah. be the bicycle music. That might be the bicycle music, though. I'm thinking. Of. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> that, that's the best part about Pokemon, though. Is like there are some sounds. Like, I remember from the original game, they're right? just so, like, this sound like biking. Going, walking yep. into a Pokemon Center. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. What's it? A Lavender Town. Like, no, you, some you of those like themes in. are just, yeah, are just no, you, always there. You just walk in, and that's how it feels. I don't know. Route 4 is oh, just yeah. like, Gen Gen that's 6 in general one. is, like, I think Gen 6 is probably my favorite generation of Pokemon uh, for a lot of reasons. Uh, one, just nostalgic. It's like a really good time for Puckle in general. Uh, which is really yeah. cool, but also like Gen Six brought Mega Evolution, which is a really cool mechanic. Um, it really opened up breeding and uh competitive for a lot of people and very easily, which was really kind of really nice. The type chart too. Yeah, it yeah. fixed the type chart. It fixed the type chart a lot. Uh, it also went ahead. We, I mean, we haven't had adjustments of a type chart since, right? Uh, it, like I would say the meta was super balanced too. Was yeah. it six to seven where Steel stopped being stopped? Was it, nope. no, it was uh, five, dark became nope. neutral? It was five to six. It was five to six because five, six. Okay. E- Aegis Slash has always been weak to dark. Yep, 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 yep. But yeah, uh, we shouldn't talk about this too long so we can get through some more. Oh, yeah. no, here. Uh, <laughs> Which one do we want to go? Pokemon Stadium. If we're talking about something classic that I remember, it's Super Smash Brothers Brawl Pokemon Stadium. <laughs> let's, let's go to that one then. Uh, in three, two, one. Actually, yeah, never mind. You're right, Claude. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm Professor Oak, and you're about yeah. to start your Pokemon journey. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it, it, it was the <laughs> original, like, theme. Like, this is like the anime. They took the anime and put it into a game. Like, uh, that's, that's But they made the sound cool. better. No, like, it, it this, does. this no, was the does. upgraded version of, like, the Pokemon Red intro, which is yeah, all absolutely matters, right. With you're all the horns right. and brass and... Oh, yeah. No, that's good. I, I'm a fan of that. You're absolutely right. Your very own journey is about to begin. Because they use that several times throughout all the games, but I just like yeah. this rendition of it for the melee version. No, that's, uh-huh. no, that's, that one's really very good. And good. you can actually, you can actually get the anime original soundtrack too, I think, on Spotify? 
if I'm not mistaken. Like it's um they have the original soundtrack for the anime, which would have something similar to that because the anime I mean the anime used to be a lot better than the anime now. Like I I can talk about how much I like Pokemon Journeys, like we do over and we talk about it over on the Patreon at patreon.com slash buckle podcast. If you want to pay five dollars a month to hear Oh, I love Pokemon Journeys. If you want to hear us talk about Pokemon Journeys, um it it's a great time to go over and do that. Um we really appreciate the support. You don't have to, but if you want that podcast you have to, I guess. Uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but seasons one through five of the pokemon anime much better i mean that kind of music brings me back to it and i think that is it like does. the penultimate track for it though you're right claude you're absolutely right um not speaking of pokemon journeys i mean oh yeah that's right seth you have pokemon oh, sure. journeys don't you no i was pokemon journeys he has it oh no okay well you know what we're talking about pokemon journeys let's do the pokemon journeys one then so i think the pokemon journey intro is just one of the sure. best yeah let's let's go ahead uh three two one the journey starts today. It's actually pretty good. This one's made by, I think, uh, Walk Off the Earth. The Earth, yep. It's a big, big world, but you know where to find me. We'll be together and we're gonna do it our way. We'll discover we believe in each other. On adventures with my friends, I can't. Yeah, I cut it a little short because it's long, but. No, no, it's very long. No, that's made of Walk Off the Earth. I really like the Thunderstruck cover. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a terrible fan. I've never seen it, so this is good. Yeah, I, this is the first time I've heard that. That's good. That's- it, it, I don't know, like it's one of the first and like one of the few that I remember listening to, and it just catches my attention. It makes me like excited to watch the show. In a very uh-huh. long time, I would agree with you because I don't like. I'd say like even the Pokemon, like the Alola anime intros were awful. The Gen Six anime intros were okay. I mean, the Gen Six one did they, they like when they the first season of the Gen Six one they just redid the OG theme song. Well, yeah, but like you're not going to beat Gen Two. Like the Gen Two, Gen Three early anime intros were incredible. Yeah, but like this theme not. just it fits well with the time. It's a different sound for them. Yeah, and it, it's the happiness of Pokemon. No, no, it's it's definitely like 2021 Pokemon, right? Like it fits really well. Uh, but yeah, I, I really, I, I do really like that. Uh, mm-hmm. it, they're a good group too. <laughs> <laughs> they're a good group too, but I don't want to leave Seth out to dry. So let me see what, sure. Seth, what else Seth, Seth, you have primal reversion. What is this? We're going to find out that. Yeah. That is the battle theme when you're fighting Groudon and Kyogre. Okay. In let's click the button here in three, two, one. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, this is actually pretty Oh, hype. this one, yep. This is hype. I'm into it. And listen close right here. But about 15 seconds in. And then it happens again right close to the end of my track. That's pretty good. It's primal reversion. That's the mechanic. And if you listen to the sound close, it yeah. reverts back to the old Gen 3 MIDI style, like yeah, trumpets. Yeah, I, I heard that. I heard yeah. that. I the, love the MIDI that trumpets. so much. <laughs> the Gen 3 horns are the best part of Gen 3. Exactly. Mm, and they just bring them know. back as like a callback to like, this is yeah. reversion. This is them going back to their original forms with energy all over the earth. And it mm-hmm. re- like story wise, sound wise, and that charge up in the beginning where you can like in your head, you can picture them doing that orb around themselves for the reversion and then the yeah. burst. And then that's when the music her- occurs. Like that is a powerful track. Yeah. I would, I, I, I do agree with that. Oh man. Yeah. That was good. I like that one. That was a good choice, Seth. That was a good choice. 
Um, speaking of good choices, I'm going to be selfish. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go ahead and listen to to the intro to Gen 2, the uh, the gen that stole my heart. And uh, we're going to go ahead and listen to uh, Route 29 here in uh, 3, 2, 1. We're hurting people's ears today. Oh, gosh. Right? This is it, man. This is like the feel. I, uh, this is the I feel. Hate this sounds so much. You hate this. <laughs> I dig it. Like that you mentioned before the show, Gen Two has some of the best music. Like it does, it does. have some really it good does. music. Gen 2, I think, I think every track is a banger in Gen 2. That's the only reason I consider Gen 2 memorable to me is the music. Otherwise yeah. it can, it cannot exist and I will be fine. I still hold the opinion. I don't know if I, I don't, did I talk about it on the show? I don't know. I forget because I talk to all of you know. guys like so often exactly. that I don't remember what I, I don't remember what I say on the show and off the show. The thing is, I think that a lot of people are playing Gen 2 wrong. <laughs> when they go when they well no i do like like and pokemon's very notorious for just being like yeah we're not gonna tell you how to play our games uh we just yeah. want you to play the games the right way so if you look at gen 2 gen 2 is all about like hey here's our day day mechanic or whatever we want you to backtrack through the region a ton yeah when you think about it if you're a kid and you only play the game like an hour maybe two a day at most if you're lucky yeah yeah, sure. Just an hour or two a day. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but like, you're only playing for like an hour or so a day, and you're gonna go. You're gonna be like, oh, it's Tuesday today. I'm gonna go to the bug catching contest, and like, that's what you did. That's yep. what all you accomplished. And so, if you actually play it that way, uh, you you play it like a, quote unquote Animal Crossing style. Uh, <laughs> you actually like level up in a pretty reasonable time frame before you fight face the True. Elite Four. Oh yeah. Fun well, fact. They, that's where they introduced like the whole idea of dailies and oh, you yeah. can, you should come back and play the game more than just once. Yeah. You should be coming back like daily to play the game for different reasons. And it's, uh, it, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I think just people play it wrong and then it gets a bad rap because of the leveling issues and stuff like that in the wild Pokemon. But the idea is that you're supposed to be running back and forth through these routes a ton yeah. anyway. So the grind isn't as noticeable. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, I digress. Uh, we'll get to another one. The and music I, is good. Is, <laughs> music is good. This this one I want to play, and I want to make sure we get to it because I don't know if we're gonna get to all of these now. But the one that I really want to get to is also another Claude. It's a Claude banger. Uh, um, uh, which uh, one? Mir B. Yes. So th- this is my favorite soundtrack in all of Pokemon. Is the Mir B theme from XD Gala Darkness? I feel like we have okay. to, right? Like we have to. Oh yeah. Like, there's no way you talk about Pokemon music and you don't talk about this song. So here we go. Uh oh. Yeah, Gen, like, uh, Coliseum and XD had, like, this weird music choice, by the way. It's funky. Yeah, I don't know. Like, in general, it just had a weird one. The Mirror B one's good, though. What is this? Like, this? This is the XD Gala Darkness version, which is the one I listen to. Like, Seth, you put on Anastar City, I would just put this on in the background. I remember doing my final, like, capping project for math, listening to this in the background, just going, like, just bouncing around in the library what? and having people give me weird looks. Wow, I need to play XD, apparently. That's lit. Wait, have you never played XD before? No, I never have. I suck. Oh, what? Gosh. I never had a GameCube. Oh, so man. So maybe this is... 
This might be my next thing I do on stream. We'll just go through Coliseum and XD together. Just for- <laughs> Perfect. We have we have to do a we have to do a call. Man, okay, call back to like the beginning of the show. I'll mod you a GameCube with just like an SD card. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, I have the emulator. If you want to just you know save yourself the trouble. <laughs> no, because if you do uh, it, you can trade your Pokemon to your Gen three games and then move them all the way up, Seth, and they get a cool stamp and uh, yeah. sword and shield. Oh yeah. I, I guess true. I could do that too. I mean, I have my GameCube in my corner. I might, when, I, when I eventually eye. move into a house, I will pull out my GameCube and stuff, and I'll probably replay everything there, but, I mean, <laughs> you, I don't have a way to put an SD card in it now. Oh, well. Oh, no, well, you can just, you can move your Pokemon up without an SD card if you have the game disc. You use the SD card yeah, but I want to share the world and have people experience the sound again. <laughs> I mean, I did it, I did it on stream for a little bit, nobody watched. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, I did, I, I did one recently on stream, too, and no one watched, and it was great. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else we have left? We got a couple from Seth Ooh. and a couple from I want to I want to hear Seth's Sun Shines Down. Okay, oh, Sun boy. Shines Down. Okay. We got to listen to this. I don't know so, what this is from. To, to remind you, this is XY right at the end with mm. the final scene with AZ. Oh, really? That's okay, okay. So we'll start here in three, okay. two, one. This one. Such a heartfelt ending. God, that's hard to listen to. Oh, that's so <laughs> nice. Oh, literally, I cry every time I hear that song. It's been 3,000 Exactly. Years. It's that moment. Like, and AZ is a weirdly good character the whole, the whole way whole through time. the game. Like, make fun of XY's storyline all you want to, but just then look at AZ and all those stories that, <laughs> that there is to him alone. And then that moment at the end when his... Like, everything culminates. I think AZ's a good character. I just think he was poorly executed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm like good. it's one of those things, it's <laughs> one of those things like where you like build a D&D campaign and then like <laughs> you just want to lore dump all the time. But it's like the opposite mm-hmm. of that. They were just like, yeah, we have a lot of lore, but we didn't want to lore dump ever. So yeah, here you go. Here's the, all the story at once. <laughs> ah, in one ah, cutscene. Here you go. And hey. the legendary Pokemon is a battery. <laughs> <laughs> It was but yeah, really... that moment when he when Floet finally comes back, mm-hmm. like I That's when I first solid. saw that in the video game and I wasn't expecting it, I straight up ugly cried, like <laughs> holding my DS in my hand, ugly crying. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, uh, so I think we've got time for maybe one more, and I think we all have one left. So who do we want to? Uh, you have two. Uh, but... No, I oh do I do I have two? No, we got. Mm-hmm. Oh no, yeah, about forty two in anime. Oh Drop shoot! Break. Okay, well then we're going to Thatches. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna talk Sorry. about the anime. Yeah, forget you guys. I'm, I was gonna sacrifice myself, <laughs> but I only got two. Uh, That's nice. <laughs> so this one, we're going to listen to this one from the anime because I really like this one. Uh, this is like, cool. this is like classic. Like we heard your like Super Smash Brothers Melee one and it was, it was very good. But this one, like, this one just gives me the feels like, yeah, this is going to be an adventure. It's going to be a good time. So here we go. We're going to start that in three, two, one. Ha <laughs> ha! 
would usually play this one at like the end of an episode. Oh. But will yeah. they will they make it past Team Rocket? Find out next yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, this is this is such classic anime music or Pokemon music. This is in the game too. It feels like reorchestrated, you know? A little because bit, yeah. it essentially oh, yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, like the the Pokemon anime, like like I said, one through five, those seasons, the music was just spot on. They actually tried uh-huh. and it was just really, really, really good. Uh, like i mean maybe a lot of it boils down to nostalgia where i'm just like hey i watched a lot of pokemon (laughs) as a kid and i really liked watching it and like hearing the music and it just brings back good memories and but it's just oh i love that soundtrack they they have that soundtrack 100 percent recommend you go listen to (laughs) (laughs) but but not only that like there's so much good pokemon like music out there that we didn't even right? touch on. Like no, like, absolutely. I think we all, one of, we all wanted to talk about to be a master and <laughs> never got a chance to. To be a master is like a crazy a crazy album in and of itself that it exists. And I, I think they did a they did a couple more albums that exist uh, out the there. The Pokemon X Ten Years of Pokemon is one of that, my favorite because it goes through like everything you need. Yeah, they, there's that one. Um, they Pokemon X. The other one is uh, Pokemon Totally. Um, totally po- Pokemon. It's called Totally Pokemon. That's what it's called, and it's music from the TV show. Because actually, in season three of the TV show, if you watched it, um, there would be instead of like instead of well, I think they still did Who's That Pokemon, but they would have a thing at the end instead of the Poke Rap. It'd be like the Pokemon Jukebox, and yes. you would listen to it, and it'd be things like Two Perfect Girls and Jenny. Oh, Jenny. Yeah, yeah exactly. And so it's just a lot oh, of fun. Joy. It's a lot of fun. Oh yeah. I really enjoyed all of that. I think one of my favorites was, uh, uh, I think he was a YouTuber first, but someone called Nate Wants to Battle did a mm-hmm. whole cover of a whole, like a whole album of just Pokemon songs, a little more like upbeat and more like almost like punk rock-esque. And I just like the, a lot of those versions just hit home a lot harder because it's a little more fun. Yeah. <laughs> I remember he did a really bunch of really good covers for, I think his whole album for it. Um, so it's, it's just super cool to see just, what people can do and how far it can go because Pokemon mm-hmm. music is here forever. Absolutely, no. It's there's so much good. And stuff And don't forget the there. Pokemon musical. Who who could forget that? Everybody's actually forgotten about that fun fact. I know. The what? Uh, now? But yeah, yeah the Pokemon musical. Andrew Randall plays uh, J- uh, James. I don't know this. At we're, all. we're done. Oh, we're not talking gosh. about it. We're not talking yeah. about it. Uh, all right. Well, if you've got any All favorite right. Pokemon music, please feel free to let us know in the mailbag at PucklePodcast at jmail.com. We'd love to hear what you guys like. So go ahead and send those in. Until then, we're going to kick it on over to the Pokemon of the episode. So we will catch you guys on the flip-flop. Pokemon the episode. And welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 12, Butterfree, the butterfly Pokemon. Its wings are covered with poisonous dust. If you see one flapping its wings, be careful not to inhale any of the dust. That comes from Pokemon Stadium. Oh, that's fun. I forgot Pokemon Stadium had entries. Yeah. Yeah, There's a lot of things that talk about how its poisonous dust is everywhere. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So Butterfree is a uh, butterfly Pokemon. (laughs) And it's a bug flying. <laughs> what? And, and no. it's it's pretty not great unless you play tricks, which is what this team today is all about. Did you know that I th- I, th- I heard somewhere that Venonat was supposed to be the original like pre-evolution of Butterfree? 
Wait, are you like just? It should be. Yeah, I mean that's what it looks like. But I think so. Like yeah. people say that about a lot of the Gen One Pokemon because I have no idea. I'm making this up. So I mean, no, that's one of the things. It's like one of the like rumors was like Venonat is supposed to evolve into Butterfree, and then Metapod is supposed to evolve into Venomoth. Makes yeah. sense. I mean, it makes a lot more sense. And based on the eyes, you might be right. But that's not the way it worked out to be, and that's okay. Uh, you would also people also made the argument that that. You weren't supposed to evolve into Charizard from, uh, from originally from Charmeleon. It was going to go into something more like Dragonite. Oh, I was going to go into Blastoise. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. You'd go, you'd go into Dragonite, <laughs> and then Dragonair would evolve into Charizard or something like that. Mm-hmm. That way, you can keep like the same derpiness or whatever. But That's... it's, uh, it's whatever. Uh, Butterfree is one of the Pokemon that got a buff in Gen Six. For those of you at home, oh, some yeah. Pokemon got buffs in Gen Six because they were definitely falling behind the curve. And that got compound eyes. That and it did get compound eyes. But from Gen, in Gen Six, it's got a HP of sixty, an attack of forty-five, a defense of fifty, special attack of ninety. That was what got buffed. It used to be eighty. Oh, okay. Special defense of eighty and speed of seventy for a base stat total of three hundred and ninety-five. Woohoo! It's intended to definitely be like starter bug Pokemon. Like that's the point yeah, of it. Yeah. And it got a G Max form, so it's it did get a G Max form. Has some niche. Yeah, uh, kind of. We do have a fun Battle Spot singles team that's very simple and easy to use. It's not the best because people know the combos now, but it, the it, it was combos. Yeah. So the way the team works is you have one of three Dynamax Mons that you basically just lead with and hit as hard as you can. Then you have a Mimikyu in the middle to cause shenanigans, and then you have a Setup Boy in the back. So Yay. to start things off, uh, we have a Porygon Z holding a Choppleberry with Download. Um, modest nature, 4 HP, 252 special attack, 252 speed, hyper beam, dark pulse, blizzard, solar beam. It goes big, it hits things, it kills things, it's great. Um, simple. And to go along with that, we have a Kingdra. Life Orb Kingdra with Swift Swim, 252 special attack, 4 special defense, 252 speed, timid nature, uh, hydro pump, draco meteor, clear smog, and hurricane. Goes big, hits things hard. That's all you really need to do with this. Um, and boost its special attack and speed and sets rain. Wow, what the heck? That's stupid. Mm-hmm. No, you can set your own rain. This is Dynamax. Exactly. Yeah. Welcome to our world, Seth. Welcome to our... Like you're you in our house. special attack with clear smog, you boost your speed with hurricane, and then you hydro pump on the last Dynamax turn, and then you have swift swim up, rain up, Yeah. so you can hydro pump and hurricane more. Like, that's gross. Yep. Yeah, 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 like... Dynamax is like I remember when you heard about Dynamax and you figured it out you were super excited about it, but now it doesn't exist uh, in yeah. Slowdown. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean wow. it's definitely broken there. It's one hundred percent broken there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that's the first part of the team. Thatch, bring us to part two. Uh, well, so you got you can also go big with the Regilecki, I guess, because they're just like, yeah, we need to fill the slot. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, with a magnet, it's got transistor. It's got two fifty two special attack, two fifty two speed, four special defense. Like that's gonna stop you. And then it's modest nature because you're a Regilecki, and why do you need more speed? And you've got rising voltage. You've got hyper beam, wild charge, and extreme speed because those are the only moves that Regilecki really learns that matter uh, outside of like Electroweb. Yep. It does get eerie impulse, which is fun sometimes, by the way. Uh, that's fun tech. Not on this. It wouldn't be useful here, but it's fun tech. Yes. Just just so people are aware, eerie impulse is fun. Setting your own electric terrain is gross. Yeah, you set your own electric terrain, and then you can rising voltage in your own electric terrain when you go small. Yeah. Yeah, it's always a good time. 
And then we've also got Mimikyu uh, holding a lagging tail. For those of you at home, that means I believe lagging tail drops you to the lowest, uh, drops you to another priority bracket yep. below, right? It takes you to minus one if when you're holding it. It's got the disguise ability. It's got 252 HP, 252 defense because we're going to survive today, boys. Impish nature. It's got trick. It's got curse, but remember, curse on a Mimikyu is the ghost curse, so like it takes half your HP, and then it takes a quarter of the HP from the opponent each turn, and your opponent's now at a minus one priority bracket, <laughs> and it's not they're not having That's a good evil. time. It also has Will-O-Wisp, just in case you need to harm a physical attacker even more, and Shadow Sneak, so you can get some chip. Yay, team. Yeah, it's meant to cripple something, helps against other Dynamax Mons. Yep. And then just sort of whittles them down, allowing you to set up with one of your back boys, Seth. Yeah, you bet. And here's the setup, boys, after you've done a bunch of trickery with all the other stuff. We've got first got Al Creamy holding a Citrus Berry. Uh, abilities, obviously, Aroma Veil, because I don't think it gets anything else. And EVs are 252 HP, 252 defense, 4 speed with a bold nature and 0 attack IVs. Move set as follows. Dazzling Gleam, Acid Armor, Calm Mind, and recover. You just set up and then are unbreakable unless they get Yeah. So that's all creamy. Yeah. That's all creamy. And then our poster boy of the team, Butterfree himself. It's a G Max one, but who cares? You're never gonna G Max with it. You just It looks it cool though. It's cool. Uh it's holding leftovers. Ability is as Claude mentioned, compound eyes. And the EVs are as follows seventy six HP. 52 defense, 124 special attack, 4 special defense, and 252 speed with a timid nature and 0 attack IVs. I'm sure those do things, Claude. I'm sure they do, and I don't feel like looking them up. So I read the document that Uh goes with this team from the person who built it, and he says, I did it so that you had more special attack. I don't remember exactly why the numbers are the way they are, though. (laughs) <laughs> nice which is it turns out to be the answer 90 percent of the time when we do these teams uh-huh. is they're just like yeah i just found this spread from somebody else and it works yep and it's just like uh, cool okay <laughs> the move set is hurricane sleep powder quiver dance and substitute a reminder compound eyes works on both sleep powder and hurricane so that's cool so it hits more yay and you set up with one of those two boys and end the game yeah so this is a fun team. Claude, I think you've played it already, right? On stream? Yes, we did. It was it was fun. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we go watch Claude do it on the YouTubes. Uh you can also just watch us on stream at twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast, where he does it before he puts it on YouTube. It's always fun. This one looks good though. I mean it's I mean you said like like you said, people know what it does, but it might be a good way to just like get some beginner strats for BSS. Yes. It, like it's things. If you do not per, like play perfectly against the Mimikyu, like Butterfree combo, then you lose. It's that yes. simple. That's like you need to know what's going Gosh, on. Gosh, if only we had something coming up in a BSS format that people could do. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, if only hmm. there was a way to test things out against us, huh? Hmm. Maybe in a if gym only. leader type format. <laughs> Maybe we should call nah. it Summer League because <laughs> it takes place oh, during yeah, the summer. The summer's yeah. going on. That, yeah, that's, that would be clever. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. Come over to Discord, FuckleDiscord.com. I'm thinking about going and doing like giveaways for these teams or at least some of the Pokemon on them every week for patrons at patreon.com slash podcast. Right now we're just giving away a shiny Dialga and then later on a shiny Palkia later this month. To you know, it's just standard. Girl. 
but we we might start giving away the Pokemon from the the Pokemon of the episode or the whole team to the patrons. Cool. So definitely, yeah, definitely consider going to Patreon if that's something you'd be interested in and getting the teams that way instead of getting a rental code. Support in beating our gym leaders. Yeah. All right. Uh, some of them will be shiny, if not all of them. <laughs> Uh, all right. So that is going to be it for us the, uh, on the Pokemon of the episode. We are going to kick it on over, though, now to the mailbag. We're going to read some of your emails. So let's uh, let's go do it. Let's go to the mailbag. It's mail time. Send in your emails. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where we read your emails on the show. You just have to email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. And we will typically read your email. If not, we, I, I mean, I will read your email. Maybe not on the show, but I will read it. I read all of the emails that come into us because I really appreciate all of you who, who send them in. And occasionally I'll get together and I'll read the emails we didn't get to on the show. <laughs> Last week we asked you guys what your favorite Pokemon product that ever existed was. And so I'm looking forward to getting into that. Uh, you could have also just written an email to us to make us have a discussion. This segment of the show is also brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! Hoofities, And as always, we'll give out the Green Tauros badge to anyone that sparked a good chunk of conversation in the show. So let's jump in to this email. I believe it is from Bionic Why Not. And I believe you have it today, Seth. That's right. Huh? A wild bionic why not appeared. How's it going, my puckle onions? I love saying that much more than I should. Anyway, I had a few interesting to say the least topics about the new games. First, you know how wild Pokemon will attack you if you don't have a Pokemon? The question that I was wondering is, is it always a Oko? Or does the trainer have a certain amount of HP as well? If so, could you increase it? Maybe after certain tasks akin to gyms. If there's an HP mechanic for players, maybe there'll be some other stats like speed, how fast you run and walk, stealth, how noticeable you are sneaking, catching proficiency, higher chance of critical captures, handling, how likely Pokemon are to attack and or listen to you, foraging, finding rare items easier. This is starting to sound like D&D, so I'm going to move on. Actually, this is like PTU, right? I was about to say, this is like PTU. I'm very familiar with that system, and this is, feels a lot like that. So if you want to hear people talking about that, tune into Puckle PTU. Yeah. Because we do that kind of stuff. Like, we have HP bars. We have attacks. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Back to the email, though. Second, do you think mountable Pokemon will come back? Because personally, riding a Zamazenta sounds awesome. I know it probably won't be in-game, but I can dream. It would make sense with the style of gameplay mounts would be easier to get around the map with, just an idea of mine, but moves that can be used outside of battle would be cool to use while you're riding that Pokemon. A little animation would be a little thing I'm sure people would love. Teleport specifically could even attune to a specific spot and using it to take you there. Third, I want more food. Please, not just curry, though curry is awesome, especially chocolate. Curry? What? Is, is that, that a thing, thing in the game? Or is it, I, I, I will believe that is a thing in England. I do not know if it is a thing in Chocolate Pokemon. Cur- All right. Move. I just, that didn't, that didn't click in my brain. Anyway, uh, but, 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 I want more types of food to feed my Pokemon. Maybe even having to keep yourself and your Pokemon fed would be another aspect of the game. I want Oh, that's to- awful. I hated that part of Mystery <laughs> Dungeon. No. Right? Yes. Yeah. I don't need, I don't need Tamagotchi. I don't need Tamagotchi, please. Yeah. I want Neopets. Let my Pokemon just die. <laughs> they don't die. They just starve forever. They just starve forever, yeah. 
back to here. I'm, um, bah, bah, bah. I want to make that Jato that started the tradition. I'm just saying that would be awesome. I would love to play my play my Pokemon Platinum, feed my Pokemon Jato, Gato, whatever it is, and be like, yep, that was me 40 bajillion years ago. Anyway, I don't want to run on, so I'll be cutting it here. Stay wonderful, guys. Bionic, why not? Blasting off again. Oh, all right. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Thank you for that, Bionic, why not? We're going to go ahead and move on to our next email. It is going to be from Manav, I guess, because they didn't give us another name to call them. <laughs> nope. How do you do, Puckle Crew? Uh, today's mailbag question was interesting, but no doubt in my mind I will have to say my favorite Pokemon product has got to be the Pokemon anime. Well, more specifically, the Ash anime. Although I did enjoy Twilight Wings, I prefer watching Ash go through the entire region, collecting eight gym badges, and fight in the Pokemon League, which is why I did not like Sun and Moon. But, but he won the league. I, uh, yeah, but he didn't get badges. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I, 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 yeah, fair. Thatch, after listening to you say how boring it was, I do not feel like finishing it. Even I am getting bored of it and haven't even finished the, its first season. Yeah, I, even the league part of that was bad. I like the beginning of Sun and Moon. I thought it was a really interesting, fresh take. But then it was just like, they didn't do anything else new after like the first 20 episodes. That and the entire tournament at the end was just 1v1s or 2v2s. Yeah, well, that's what they've been doing in the anime entirely for, like, the longest time. The last time, we, the last time we've had, like, a full 6v... So this is a problem with Pokemon, Claude, in general. Yeah. A, a problem with Pokemon that I take issue with. Even the anime is going to battle spot singles. Well, they go to these, like, 3v3 events because it's, it's a shorter time and stuff like that. Yeah. But, okay, I want to ask you a question. How many 6v6 battles do you have in Sword and Shield? Because I can tell you the answer. Is it five? It is one. Is it just the champion? It is it is just the champion. Huh. It is wow. just the champion. Like it, the that is the same with uh boat. Well, also with Alola. Whoa, 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 there's all there's that Magikarp trainer that always has six. Okay, that doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't count though. And then, but like if you think of it like full six v six, like it, it doesn't happen anymore, and it's really frustrating yeah. to me. Uh, at least it kind of didn't happen either. Like that—that's never really been a thing. What, by my recollection, a full six v six? Like I can't uh, think that's of another trainer I, that has that. Oh, I can think of several, other than like other champions and things like that. No, but like all the leagues should were always six v six. Like, yeah. Oh, you get to like semifinals. It's a six v six. That's what I'm talking about. In the anime, yeah. No, I'm talking about in the games. In the games, there are several trainers that you can actually battle level six v sixty though. Like in earlier gens. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially like the veteran trainers and stuff like that. More, oh, yeah. Most notably, most notably the breeders. Yeah, the breeders in Gen Three. They always yeah. have six. Uh, and anyways, uh, but going back to the email, uh, because I do strongly agree with that that Journeys is worth watching, and I recommend watching it. Well, that's all for now. Catch you on the flip flop. Yeah. All right. Next up, and our final email this week is going to come to us from Ace Trainer King. What a do, Buckle Crew. I love this intro, by the way. I love that I've made this a thing. And it will always remain to be a thing. <laughs> uh, this is my first time writing in, so I hope it's a good email Good email to read, though. Paragraph breaks make it infinitely better, uh, like, you just, like you have done. One of my favorite Pokemon products by far was the cards that came with the Burger King meals back in the day. Oh, the gold Oh, one. yes. Okay, so we're going to, they're probably going to date themselves, and we're all going to feel really old here in a second. Specifically the <laughs> ones with the Sinnoh starters. Uh- 
Yep. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. We're just like, Never yeah. Mind. Remember that? Remember that Mewtwo and Togepi gold card you could get in 1998 from Burger King and Poliwhirl. <laughs> um, and Poly. It was six. It was. Uh, it was Mewtwo, Pikachu, Togepi, Poliwhirl, um, Charmizard, a Charizard, and there's one more, and it might for some reason be Psyduck. Or, no, it's Jigglypuff. Uh, uh is right. Uh, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what Pokemon really was at that point, but it did pique my interest when I saw a weird humanoid blue thing in Super Smash Brothers Brawl later. Oh no, is that Greninja? Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, Lucario. Lucario. Probably Lucario. Because oh. it's Sinnoh. Yeah, it would be it's, Luc- okay. in Brawl. In Brawl it would be Lucario. That's when I picked yeah, yeah, him up. Lucario. He's my main. Okay. Uh AC, that's good. Are you good at it? I'm not. No. Another product that isn't directly from TPCI are the Smash Amiibo. I have Ivysaur, and he's adorable. Actually, yeah, I have those as well. But that also has an Amiibo problem. Yeah. I wish they had more functionality with other games. I I wouldn't mind buying the other Pokemon as other fighters I enjoy. Yeah, I mean, I like Amiibo. I collect all of them. (laughs) I didn't get the latest wave, though, because I forgot. So I'm going to have to pay (laughs) scalper prices for them. But, like, I miss Banjo-Kazooie, which is upsetting. But I, I also compatibility in other games do exist. Um, they're just typically like generic amiibo, though. At that point, that's how they're treated. So like you yeah. could you could tap Ivysaur in Breath of the Wild, and you'll still get stuff. Cool. I did not know that. Yeah, you can tap all of your amiibo in Breath of the Wild. Um, and like you could tap like a Splatoon amiibo in in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I think it's only specifically Zelda ones that do extra things. Yeah, but I think the only one that yeah, does they, like extra things is like the wolf. And then I think yeah. uh, a couple of the other ones will give you specific things. But yeah, it's it's okay. Uh, finally, I'd like to answer for the question for the podcast itself. I personally do not like the box art from BDSP, but let's be real. There aren't really many bo- good box arts for the mainline game. With the exception of the Gen 1 and Gen 2, in my opinion. Okay, this is Thatch speaking, not, not Ace Trainer King, but... <laughs> I think the Gen 1 and Gen 2 box arts are perfect for what they are at the time in the zeitgeist. Meh. You know what? You could feel that way. The first few generations are all right. Okay, they agree with me, actually. That's good. Gen 5 feels empty, but I guess it fits the theming. Gen 6 and 7 are okay, I guess, but Let's Go looks weird with its realistic background. We don't talk about Sword and Shield. No, we don't. Uh, but seriously, who designed the cartridges? They look awful with the logo not being in the center. Wait, are the logos not in the center? On the sword and shield carts? I don't know. They look awful with the logo not being in the center. I've never looked at it. That, uh, that's exactly how I feel. Anyway, I hope you uh, you enjoyed and read this email. Or enjoyed reading this email. It's your boy, Ace Trainer King. Oh, we did read it, though. And we did enjoy it. Thank you, Ace Trainer King. All right. Who deserves the Greed Tauros badge? My, voice is, my vote is for Ace Trainer King, but that's mostly because I got to interrupt it a lot because I was reading it. Well, we, sure. I think we had a lot more conversation out of it, too, so yeah, I'm good with it. I agree. Okay, cool. Ace Trainer King, come to the Discord. We'll get you that Green Toros badge. You get Woo. to have that cool green roll and access to the Green Toros channel that we totally use all the time. Totally. Totally. Totally use all the time. If you would like to email us next week at PucklePodcast at gmail.com, letting us know what your favorite music from the Pokemon world is. World. Yep. Yeah. Please let us know. Uh, at PucklePodcast at gmail.com. We'll read your episode on the show. Maybe we'll play some more music again next week as well. Also, if you want to keep up with Puckle throughout the week, best way is to come over to our Discord at PuckleDiscord.com. 
Uh, you can also check us out over on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. You can also go ahead and check us out over at, uh, uh, you could check us out over at YouTube at youtube.com slash Puckle Podcast. Uh, more importantly, Twitch, because I like hanging out with you guys on Twitch over at twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast, where I stream on Tuesdays. I know a couple other people stream on Thursdays. It's, it's like P. McGee and Claude sometimes and other people other times definitely check it out if you follow you'll get you'll get random alerts because some people will just jump in when they have time and then of course you can always go over to uh you can always go over to uh the discord get more things but if you want to support the show make sure you go over to twitch you can drop a twitch prime subscription or you can go over to patreon at patreon.com slash podcast get pokemon distributions get access to breeder bot get access to the new uh pokemon puckle anime club pack can we we gotta get an l at the end so we can be packle Packle. We got <laughs> to figure out an L for that. Acronym. Cup League. League. League <laughs> We're just going to add a league for no reason. Or the like Puckle Anime Club. Oh, Legend. I like that. Oh, that's perfect. We're renaming. We're rebranding. Okay, cool. Uh, definitely check that out. Uh, we watch the Pokemon anime. You can watch it along with us uh, by popping in your earbuds and watching the show at the same time or putting us on, I guess, a speaker such as an Amazon Echo or Google Home device. Uh, you could listen to us there <laughs> while you're watching the episode and sync up with us and get our live commentary as it happens. Uh, and then as well as just a random review episode at the end. We're not random, but it's a review episode of the three episodes we just uh, went through that month. So definitely check it out. I really like doing it and I have a lot of fun doing it. So uh, other than that, though, oh, Patreon. I said that already, though. Yes. OK, yeah. we're good. OK, cool. <laughs> other than that, thanks for listening to the show. That's the most important way to support us. Yeah. We really like just hanging out with you guys. That's the whole point. So we can hang out, talk Pokemon, hang out, and play Pokemon with all of you guys. So make sure you come over to the Puckle Discord if you haven't already. I have been your host, Trainer Thatch. I've been Seth Vilo. And I've been Claude Nine. And here in the Lavender... I woke up from the beginning. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Yeah.